Live from Miami, Florida, The Foodie presents WTF, Where's the Food? And just like that, another episode of WTF, Where's the Food? presented by the Hala Guys is back. What up? What's going on? It is Nick. Thank you guys for listening. This would be episode number 10, and it's a good one. I hope uh, when you're listening to this, your Basel hangover is completely over. If you're not listening uh, in the Miami area, uh, Miami does this great uh, weekend week. It's our Basel week, basically. Lots of art, lots of parties, lots of event. Everybody's still recovering, but I still have to do a new episode of WTF Where's the Food, presented by the Hala Guys. As always, you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the Foodie T H E F O O D E. And of course, the website, I talk about it all the time, thefoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. You can listen to full episodes of WTF Words Food presented by the Hala Guys. And of course, episode rundowns, giveaways, all that fun stuff on the website. If you prefer to listen on wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, WTF Words Food is there for you to subscribe and download. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave me a review on there as well. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to remind you the 12 Days of Christmas giveaway is happening right now. We are in day number seven. We got a few days left, and it's happening on the website and the Instagram right now at the foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. Over $1,000 in prizes, a new contest item, a new giveaway every single weekday until December 18th. It's my way of saying thank you for listening to WTF for food. And of course, for following me on Instagram. So make sure you check that out at thefoodie.com or follow me on Instagram at thefoodie. Now let's break down episode number 10. Joining me on the show today, Victoria Chediak from Poke305. We have an amazing conversation. She joins me in the show. We talk about how she brought Poke to Miami and uh, came up with the idea of Poke305. Um, what's next for her and Poke305 Plus? You know, she considers... <clears throat> She's an entrepreneur, so her mind is always thinking. So I try to get that next idea out of her. We'll see if we can get that and so much more on this week's episode. It's a good interview, so make sure you listen and make sure you follow my friends over at Poke305. Of course, we can't forget food news and, of course, the food porn of the week this week from at VIPig underscore. That is V-I-P-I-G underscore. So uh, look out for that on Instagram and later on in the show. So what do you say? Let's jump into my conversation right now with Victoria Chediak from Poke305. Joining me in studio right now, I have a very special guest. You guys probably know her. You've gone to, is it Poke or Poke? Okay, I don't even know. Like everybody (laughs) butchers it. Yeah, I mean, we're in Miami, so you could say it anyway. Poke, poke. I mean, I get a little bit of everything. So that that voice, that is Victoria from Poke 305. The I want to say the brainchild, the creator, the leader <laughs> of Poke 305. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So um, four locations. Four locations. We'll get to that in a second. But first, I kind of want to get like the story how Poke 305 came about. Um, you know, I had to Google some information on you. So you're originally from Venezuela. Yes, I was born there. Um, I moved to Miami when I was three years old. So I'm, I say I was born there, but I'm American. <laughs> you're, you're straight Miami. I'm a much. Miami girl. <laughs> um, growing up, so you were here in the States growing up yes. pretty much. Growing up, um, did you ever kind of want to like be a chef or create like some kind of food on your restaurant? Or what did you want to do? Yes. I mean, I always loved food. Okay. I have a Who huge food. Exactly. <laughs> huge foodie since I was little. And my mom cooks amazing. And it was kind of like, wow, imagine a small restaurant with this and this. And my dad 
growing up, he worked in like the food industry. He was like, no, it's horrible, like the hours. And he kind of had like this negative, I not negative, but just it, it was a very intense situation that you were heading into if you had a restaurant and it was kind of pushed to the back. But then I started my food blog, which was kind of like a hobby. and Stepping stone kind exactly, of? Exactly. You know, I was all... already taking pictures, so why not post it? That's true. I mean, a lot of people are in the food blog industry. I mean, I am and there's a bunch of people, but, you know, I think about the dream of owning my own restaurant sometime, but I'm like, it's just way too much work. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> you had no idea. So you- I mean, I knew, I grew up with parents that are entrepreneurs. I've seen them working day, night, you know, when I was literally would come home at 11 p.m. and then we'd go play Frisbee in the street. So I, <laughs> I grew up with that lifestyle and I understood that, you know, you have to work very hard, but the passion was always there. But, you know, restaurant business is 24-7, and in two years, four restaurants, is, it's a little it's a crazy. Lot. <laughs> it's a lot. So, so growing up, you always wanted to do the restaurant thing. That was, like, your dream? Or did you want to, like, most people want to be a lawyer or a teacher or something else? You know, it was, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Okay. That's where, entrepreneur. and it kind of, everything clicked, and it was like, whoa, this aha moment that it was like, you know, get to be an entrepreneur, love food, this Huge thing is coming out, doesn't exist in Miami. Why don't we bring it over? Would your mom make poke at home? No, you know, we started right when the boom was starting. That was two okay. years ago. Um, you know, now I have it pretty much every day. <laughs> <laughs> I mix it up. I'm like, okay, what can I make up today? And you, so you went to uh, University of Miami. I did. What did you study there? I did advertising um, okay. in the creative track, PR and marketing. Okay. So business without the numbers. Business without the numbers. <laughs> I can't, you know, two plus two, I'm like, 22 i don't know so did you want to do maybe a job in pr or advertising yes like right out of college exactly i started uh pr especially like specific for restaurants okay um doing events for them pushing you know the new product Mm -hmm. and it kind of all merged there um and then i graduated i started working in a marketing agency then one day i saw uh, march 4th my dad's birthday See, I was like, exactly. I can't forget that one. <laughs> March 4th, I was like, this thing is huge. Like, it's everywhere. I love eating. No, I don't love it. I try to eat as healthy as I can during the week. So the weekend, I could just, you know. Go nuts. Go nuts. Mm-hmm. Balance. Um, and I told him, this doesn't exist. It's super healthy. It's not lettuce and grilled chicken, which I'm so over. Mm-hmm. A good price point. Why doesn't it exist in Miami? This would be huge. And by May 23rd, the same year, we were open with our first location in Brickell. That's amazing. Insane. And wh- where's, the fir- where's the first time you saw this? Um, well, just on the food blogs that were popping up in like New York and California. And I was, there wasn't really that many either. It was kind of like I started looking. I would go on Pinterest and put like poke and it would come out like some weird cakes with like holes in them. Like it was so, really hard to do research and stuff, but. You know, we, that's the whole concept behind Poke 305, that we added that Latin twist that people love. You know, the guava sauce, the yuca chips, plantain chips. So how'd you, like, so you, you had this concept in your head. You you put it on paper, you're, all this stuff. Where'd you even think to, like, get the recipes, like, for this stuff? Or how, how do you do this? Exactly. We, we knew that um, Poke is a very simple dish. You know, white rice, tuna. It's something that's not super flavorful. We don't season anything. So we knew our sauces had to be amazing. That's what gives it flavor. And we started working with different chefs um, that I sort of knew from working in PR mm-hmm. in, in the restaurants. And we just started doing different sauces. We would say, no, the spicy mayo a little bit spicier. Or, you know, I want to do like a guava passion fruit sauce. 
And to this day, you know, it's the same recipes. Nothing has changed. We make our mayo from scratch. It's so so for the day, the first location because you got four now. The first location, the menu is still the same. Same exact. Nothing has changed. <laughs> Have you added maybe like limited edition, special edition? We do some bowls exactly like to switch it up, you know, because. I have people that come four times a week and they eat the same bowl. I'm like, I mean, there's so are, many other things. Creatures with habits, so. Exactly. Is there, um, for someone who's kind of never been to Poke 305, how would you kind of describe it to them? Fresh. I love when people tell me that, that their first comment is, wow, it's super fresh. You know, our veggies are prepped daily and you show up to the bar and the colors, you know, the red cabbage is beautiful. The carrots, the you kind of eat with your eyes. And when you're seeing that and you can mix, we have unlimited toppings. You can literally add every single one on there. And I've <laughs> had many people that do that and you create your own. And I encourage people to try the sauces. You know, you don't know what a Korean barbecue might taste like mm-hmm. in our location uh, rather than somewhere else. Somewhere else. Exactly. So, you know, I like to do this tasting of sauces and the complimentary miso soup is so good. <laughs> like, or I'm ju- still obsessed with it. <laughs> Were you ever scared at, you know, before you even opened that people would not get this poke thing? You know, Miami's a different animal. Yes. Um, and, you know, people, poke, what's poke? You well, know? we still get that question. You know, we kind of rushed into it, and now is when the wave is starting to really hit here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, explaining it to them, and it's, it's kind of like a sushi in a bowl. And people in Miami are obsessed with sushi. Mm-hmm. You know, they like to eat healthy here good food so it was kind of like you know and i think we opened so quick that the nerves hit right when we were opening the doors that i was like oh you know okay this is happening now but everything i say that everything just sort of fell into place you know when things just happen and they Mm -hmm. fall into place and that's what happened with this now first time you're coming out of college you're opening your first restaurant what's like you've opened four now what's like one thing that you know, you've kind of learned through opening the four that you never thought would happen in opening a restaurant. Patience. And you have to love what you're doing. Like the hours that we put in. I mean, this is a family business. I do this with my parents and my 15 year old sister helps. Everyone that's here helps. But you have to love it. You know, I work Monday to Monday and and I love it. We I, <laughs> it, it's super fun, but you learn stuff every day. And I I got super lucky that my parents, like I said, have been in have had their exactly they have this great amount of experience that I sort of don't have to fall that many times because they're right there like guiding me through it has it been easier location to location or it's still yeah it kind of gets well I wouldn't say easier it's just you sort of know what you're doing a little bit better we did everything from permitting I would wake up with my dad and go to the city of Miami and fight for our permits to building out so that whole build out process was super insane and now it's kind of like running it and making sure that every poke that you go to tastes the same, that you get the same customer service. And, you know, it's something we really take seriously. Have you found that that is more of a challenge, you know, keeping the, the taste consistent location, location, rather than building it out and all that stuff? Um. Well, we sort of... Because you could go I to guess, different franchisees, yeah. people start changing things. You don't even yeah, know no, about we're, it. You know. The thing is, I go to, try to go to every single location in one day. You know, the good thing is that I drive all day with my dad. We have a blast, but we try to hit every single spot and be there because, that I mean, that happens. You Support. know, they yeah. change it. Well, the other day I walked in and they were doing like this crazy thing. I was like, what, what is that? <laughs> I mean, good idea, but, you yeah, know, we have to make sure works, that we're yeah. consistent. When you first came with the idea, did your dad or your parents think you were crazy? 
No, I think they were kind of crazy in all their other businesses too. That they, okay. I mean, not crazy, adventurous. So it was kind <laughs> of like, okay, you know, they they did their research, they put the numbers down, this and that, and and then they started falling in love with the concept too. I mean, they're entrepreneurs; they fell in love with the concept. <laughs> now, I ask this question to everybody, all my guests. It's basically, if you were to leave Poke Three Hundred Five tonight, any day of the week, you go outside and you find a lottery ticket, and it's worth ten million dollars. What's the first thing you do? Open more. <laughs> Open more? Open more locations. Yes, we love it. It's, I don't know, It. we want to see this grow to, to something big. And then, you know. It's, so you're looking to maybe like a national fast casual in a sense. I mean, I would love that. <laughs> Where, do you do you get a sense? I don't know. I don't know if you do. Like, because with the name Poke 305, people are like, it's a Miami thing. Do you get a sense where if you have investors, do they force you to change the 305 part of it? I mean, people are reaching out to me from New York and we get a poke 212 and <laughs> and at the end of the day, people love that yuca chips and the guava sauce. We're not too crazy. Like we're not putting, I don't know, eh, croquetas in there or yeah, something. I mean, it just wouldn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But so we're pretty good with the Latin twist that we add to it. But I think this is sort of, you know, healthy lifestyle is part of everyone's day to day now. And it kind of fits in with what people are doing. I mean, you can make it as healthy or as as bad as you want. As bad as you want. So going back to your beginning, you said this kind of started off your food blog as good as it gets, right? Yes. How, why did you want to start the food blog in the first place before you even started the Really, restaurant? it started off as a hobby. I mean, sending pictures back and forth to my friends. I mean, they call me Sagat. They're like... Sagat? Yeah. Okay. Or they're like, you know all the recommendations, this and that. And it was just kind of like, people were telling me, why don't you just post the pictures you're already sending to us? And then it just grew, put a little bit of love into it, and it's and kind of where it expanded. That's, and that's how Poke kind of came Exactly. About. That's awesome. Now, you have four locations. What's next? Five, six, seven, eight? Yeah, we're taking a break for now. <laughs> but, yes, well, that's exactly where we're going. I mean, I think we really want to, within this year, focus and build up these four and make sure they're running perfectly. Um, you don't want to expand too crazy, and then it gets out of hand. But that's always in the back of our mind. And, you know, we're already scouting different locations. I mean, because it's not from one day to another no, that you open. <laughs> it's intense. I mean, you hit you got you hit the nail on the coffin, basically, with, with the trend. You got the trend. I mean, it's exploded down here. Yes. Um, why is Poke 305 different than the others? I think our portions and also that you can, you know, Customize. build it and add literally over 30 vegetables um, mix all the proteins that you want. You know, we don't like to limit people. I, I get, I love when people get so excited and they're looking at this and can I can add more? I'm like, you can add the whole bar if you'd like. <laughs> um, you know, being having that customer service where the customer's always right. Let them do whatever they want. Now I know as an entrepreneur, your brain's always thinking. Uh, yes, <laughs> it doesn't stop. You hardly sleep because it just it doesn't turn off. Is your brain thinking about another food concept besides Poke Three Hundred Five? I, yeah, I mean, I always, because it's kind of like I can't add all these crazy things to poke. You can't Correct. move away from the concept. But, I mean, I love ramen and dumplings and, and all that nice Delicious deliciousness food. that I'm like, wow, this would be a great idea. But right now we're really focused on this one. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was great. And uh, tell people how they can follow you in Poke 305. Yeah, you guys can check us out in Poke 305. We're in Aventura, Brickle, Coconut Grove in Miami Beach. And thank you for having me. A big thank you to Victoria Chediak from Poke305 for coming on the show. 
Make sure you check her out at Poke305. Four locations in the South Florida area, Brickell, Aventura, just to name a few. And she said she visits every single location every day. So if you do see her, make sure to say hi. Say, hey, what's up, Victoria? Make sure to say hi. Make sure to check out Poke305. We got more on the way on this episode of WTF Words of Food. Of course, can't forget the food news and the food porn of the week coming up right after these messages from our sponsors. Hey, what's up? It's Nick here from my friends over at Bass Note Sangria. Now, you know, when I'm looking for the perfect sangria to entertain, my go-to is always Bass Note Sangria. This award-winning sangria is made from California wine, fruit juice, fruit puree, and natural extracts. Now, the flavors, they're even better. There's a light and refreshing peach tarragon, the smooth and complex cherry lime almond, and the bold and robust blackberry sage. Now, Bass Note was the most awarded sangria of 2017, receiving 12 awards for quality and taste, including the best-in-class honors at the San Francisco Chronicle International Wine Competition. Now, I know you're wondering, where can you pick up Bass Note Sangria? Well, they're available at many Total Wine locations in Florida, and if you're not near one of those locations, you can order online right now at BassNoteSangria.com. That's B-A-S-S-N-O-N-T-S-A-N-G-R-I-A.com, and use the offer code FOODIE18, F-O-O-D-E-18, for free shipping on three bottles or more. I love me some Bass Note Sangria. I promise you, you're going to love it too. And I also got to tell you guys about my friends over at the Hala Guys. Now, if you haven't heard by now, New York's most famous street food has come to Miami. The world famous Hala Guys is now open in South Miami. Here's the address. 5966 South Dixie Highway. If you want to go there, enjoy the world famous chicken and beef euro platter. Or sandwich, you can't forget about their famous white and red sauces either. It's all about the sauce. Now, the more white sauce, the better. And if you like spicy like me, the hot sauce is aya. Now, you've seen your friends post about it. You've seen me post about it. The Halal Guys on Instagram. Well, now you can enjoy this deliciousness for yourself at the new Halal Guys in South Miami, 5966 South Dixie Highway. Go for lunch or go for dinner and tell them that the foodie sent you. And for my people in Brickle, the Halal Guys, I got word. A little birdie told me. Doors might be opening to your Brickle location on Thursday. So keep it here at the Foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E, for news on their opening. But they're opening super, super soon. The new Halal Guys is going to be at the new 1010 Brickle building on 10th. Look out for an opening date, but a little birdie told me it's happening super soon. Shout out to the Halal Guys. Make sure you check them out. Go for dinner. Go for lunch. Go for snack time. It doesn't matter. Tell them that Nick the Foodie sent you. And make sure you enjoy some Halal Guys. Back to WTF Words of Food presented by the Halal Guys. And let's jump into some food news. Little Caesars is now testing a lasagna pizza that comes topped with pasta. The pizza is being sold for $9 and comes topped with mini pasta ribbons, meaty marinara, Italian sausage, and a blend of mozzarella, monster, and ricotta cheeses. It also comes with a toasted Parmesan breadcrumb crust. And no word when this is set. To hit stores nationwide. M&M's finally launched their new chocolate bars this week. These new bars come in five flavors. Peanut, milk chocolate, crispy, almond, and crispy mint. These bars are a chocolate vessel for mini M&M's as the little chocolate candies will be spread throughout the large bar. They're available right now wherever you buy candy. Bacon cheese fries might be coming to McDonald's now, according to some employees familiar with the matter. These new bacon cheese fries will be available nationwide next year. They've been testing them. In Northern California and Hawaii, but now it seems like they're ready to bring these to everyone. Look for that announcement early next year. 
Cold Stone Creamery has a new holiday flavor called Cookies and Milk made with Chips Ahoy cookies. On top of that, they created a special creation called the Milk and Cookie Comfort. Now, this is made with the new Milk and Cookies ice cream plus Chunky Chips Ahoy cookies and cookie dough. This new flavor and creation is only available until January 8th. Now, Burger King has a new deal that's pretty epic. Now, fans of the Whopper will be able to get one for just a penny, but you have to be inside of McDonald's to do so. Let me explain. All you have to do is get the Burger King app and go within 600 feet of McDonald's. Once you're there, you can order the burger on the app and head to Burger King to pick it up, and it's that simple. Food Porn of the Week. This week, the food porn of the week comes to us from at VIPig underscore. That is V-I-P-I-G underscore. And she posted the Cacho e Pepe Altufo from Sapore di Mare in Coconut Grove. Now, Altufo is truffle. I mean, this is a dream come true. I've had this dish, and it's amazing. And the video she posted is even more mesmerizing. You got to check it out. And you haven't tried this. I suggest you do. It's, pot, it's the Cacho e Pepe. In the, in the bowl, a Parmesan with some truffle. OMG. You got to check it out. It's epic. I posted it on Instagram right now, at the foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. Of course, if you do see some food porn that you think I should highlight on an episode, make sure to tag me, at the foodie, and make sure to follow at V-I-P-I-G underscore on Instagram. And thank you for posting that food porn worthy video. And that's it. That's going to wrap up episode number 10. Thank you guys for listening to each episode. I truly appreciate it. I would not be here without you. Don't forget 12 days of Christmas happening right now on Instagram at the foodie T H E F O O D E. And of course the website T H E F O O D dash E.com. Lots of great prizes and it's going all the way to December 18th. So make sure you check that out. Super easy to win. New prize every single day. You're going to love it. Make sure you check that out. Of course, you can listen to full episodes of WTF Wars Food presented by the Halal Guys on thefoodie.com. And, of course, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. A big thank you to Victoria from Poke305 for coming on the show. Make sure you check them out. They're awesome. She's awesome. Make sure you show some love and check them out if you want some Poke. Follow me, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at thefoodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. Back for another episode next week. Thank you guys for listening to WTF Words of Food. My name is Nick, and always remember to hashtag never stop eating.